Emperor's made a critical error and the time for our attack has come. Once you start down the dark path, you forever will dominate your destiny. I can't do it. I can't kill my own father. You cannot escape your destiny. Must face Darth Vader again. Soon the rebellion will be crushed and young Skywalker will be one of us. May the Force be with us. You, like your father, are now. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 206 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Arash Dolachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless. The man who is not sitting across from me is actually at his house. Kind of like Les was last week. He's not playing video games. He's not laying on his belly, but he's here. Carlos. Cool, Arguello. <laughs> oh, man. Is, that, is there a delay, <laughs> boo? Is, is there a major delay, boo? Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you're, okay. Well we'll, well, we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. The man we call Crunch Crunch Hazelnuts. The man sitting right next to me this week, Mr. Les's. Wondering how there was a delay when you introduced Carlos, but once we asked him there was a delay, he said, yeah, there's a delay. <laughs> That's why I was like, okay, we'll keep trying. The man we call... How bad is the delay? How many seconds? Well, you tell it's, me. You tell us. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking bad. It's 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 like well, a you're, good, like... You've been on it so far. Yeah, so far, you're on it, though. You're doing well. So uh, whatever whatever you're doing, just keep it the way it is. The man we call King Tom, the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I'm always delayed. You're always <laughs> delayed. Just true. The man we call El Hombre. The man whose 
It's a superstitions, kind of like black cats and voodoo dolls. Some say he feels premonitions. This guy's going to make me fall. Mr. Eric is uh, dumbfounded by your intro. <laughs> Strothers. All right. This podcast is zooming along here. <laughs> Last week, I got a message from one of our listeners and friends, Tracy Moon. And he told me to check out this new podcast that he thinks that I would love. His actual message was, if you guys join a network sometime again in the future, make sure that you take Sisters with Sabres with you. So I listened to episode one and I absolutely loved it. I said, what the hell? I'm going to try to get them on the podcast. And what do you know? We have three ladies here from the Sisters with Sabres. Welcome them to the Sith Lair, Maria, Raven, and Rihanna. How you doing, guys? Girls, I was gonna say, guys, how you guys? How y'all doing? You know, I feel guys are sort of a gender neutral term. Everyone's it is guy. right, right? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good, absolutely. good. Thank you guys for coming on. We're gonna get into exactly what your podcast is about. I will say, I listened to your latest episode, your breakdown of Rogue One, because Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars films. Your breakdown of Rogue One was one of the best breakdowns. And you guys didn't even mean to break it down. You guys went on a tangent and you talked about it. But it was one of the best breakdowns of Rogue One that I've ever heard. And that's and I've listened to a lot of Star Wars podcasts, including ours. <laughs> Fantastic job. Thanks, Araj. That's a big compliment. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You guys want to talk a little bit about what the podcast is about? Um, I kind of put a trailer together the other day just explaining it. Um, it all kind of started with a question on forced toast i listened to forced toast that she alice uh, asked you know if there were any black women star wars podcasts and i sat and i thought about that shit and i'm like you know what i listened to a lot of pods and i've been listening for over four or five years and i've never heard us on our own podcast and there's a couple of women of color that guest or they're a part of a network but there's nothing for us by us so after that, like two days later, Beyonce gave her commencement speech. And I was like, fuck it, it's, it's time. Uh, <laughs> and I know nothing about podcasting, right? So I put the tweet out and I asked if there's any other black women in the fandom because I've been in the fandom for years, never met another black ever. Hmm. So wow. I thought I was going to get back one response. And I ended up getting like over 20. And of those wow. 20 responses, there's been about eight to 10 of us that show up from time to time. So it's kind of an open format uh, where, you know, I try to keep it as simple and as open as I can, inclusive as I can. So we get as many voices captured on an episode as possible. So we don't do the news or latest updates. We leave that to better podcasts like The Sith List to, <laughs> to cover, you know, the, the goings on and the happenings and the fandom. We just want to give a voice to the voiceless and sort of give a new perspective on Star Wars. So we'll do deep dives on character dissections or we'll talk about products that are uh, mainly geared towards us or have an involvement with people of color or we'll have a discussion around why we like certain characters. And I kind of want to keep it, you know, not monetized and if possible, maybe give back to the black community. That's my vision for the podcast is to keep it a, a beacon of positivity. That sounds unbelievable. It makes it makes what we do sound pretty stupid. <laughs> no, well, but I'm, we like to talk about pop culture and make dick jokes. That's what yeah, we do. Yeah, we trash tra trailers from the 1980s and uh, talk shit on them. Yeah, no, it's uh, dick jokes are cool. We, Absolutely, we try to limit the amount of dick jokes per episode, but we're gonna have all the information on our show notes. So just click on 
the links and it'll take you right there so you guys can listen. It's a great listen. Les was telling me, I was, I was letting him know that we're going to have you guys on. And Les is like, you know, that's the first time we're having a black woman on our podcast. So I said, well, honestly, don't know a lot in this yeah. community. Right. I wish I did, but I just don't know a lot. And that sucks that I don't know a lot. I think the problem is though, Star Wars fandom is like so huge. Like yep. when um, yeah. Maria says she never met another black, like a uh, Star Wars fan. I'm like, I have a whole group chat, mm-hmm. with, you know, black yeah, female Star Wars fans. And so I was like, how did you not meet anyone yet? And I was like, it's because it's so big. So it's not even like a fault of like not finding the right people. It's just like right, so right. massive. No, nah, I mean, it's just something I had always thought about. And I'm like, who can we reach out to? Since, you know, at some point we've had guests on the show and we've been able to do, you know, build this thing and make new friends and all that stuff. And I mean, I myself was always asking like to my own to just to me, like, who would we even be able to bring on? You know what I'm saying? Like we've been progressive in who we've had on the show and who we've been able to talk to and include and all that kind of stuff. But it was I really was at like a question for a very long time. Like yeah. who who's even out there? You know, like mm-hmm. but here we are. Here we are. I mean, I always say that we're kind of like the United Nations of podcasting. I, I'm, I'm I'm Persian who is Colombian, Nicaraguan. We have um, Eric, who's Caucasian. King Tom was Caucasian. Less your your African American, Puerto Rican. So yep. we have. So a uh, full kind of potpourri of race here, which is cool. And the different perspectives are great. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you guys are uh, having uh, hopefully great success with your podcast. The fact that y'all more. even got it going, oh, like, awesome. that's the best part. The <laughs> awesome. best part that finally, yeah. you know, somebody took the bull by the damn horns and said, we're just going to do this thing. The fact that I saw the tweet that Maria put out and then here we are. Like that wasn't that long ago, right? I didn't. See it wasn't like you did it. Like, it, it. It wasn't like you did it six years ago or ten years ago, and it's been right. sitting on the shelf getting dusty. You really it, like the the move just really made it. It just really went down. So yeah, that's the best part. Thanks, man. Thank you, Tracy Moon, for giving me that recommendation. Really yeah, Tracy Moon. It. Tracy Moon's been out there promoing his ass off for us. So good luck, Tracy Moon. We love yeah, you. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> absolutely. Go, Tracy. He's the best. He's the best. So you guys ready to get into uh, a whole world of geekdom here with us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Let me give out the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the Sithless.net where you can listen to all of our episodes, including the B-sides. Also, it's where you can buy Sithless gear, look at some videos, photos, visit our Pod It Forward page where we list some of our favorite podcasts like Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, The Pop Culture Hour, The Bad Motivators, Horse Toast, The Canto by Dispatch, Star Wars Spelt Out, The Geek Dudes, and Sisters with Saber. <laughs> that, you, you flip you flip the ER and the AS so bad. I totally <laughs> fumbled the I, landing. I, I said okay. sisters. You I said, said sisters with sisters sabers. Sisters with sabers. Sisters with sabers. Now that's only <laughs> if they let me put their logo on our page so people can click on. So it's only if you guys let me. But we have a whole <laughs> pot it forward page where we lo- we have our favorite podcast and people can just click on it and go straight to wherever it is that they can listen to you. Considering how cool our logo is, absolutely. Yeah, your logo mm. is really cool. Really, <laughs> Thanks, really cool. Man. Yeah, that thing is rad. Definitely check all those great podcasts out. And some exciting news on our website, thesithless.net, we have a tab now for our trailer trashed videos. We put out a video last week, and it's on YouTube. You can check it out there, or you can go to YouTube and just put in the Sithless and subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate it. We're going to start putting out these trailer trashed videos if we can from time to time until we get really good at it so we can put it out every week. But if you want to check out what you listen to normally and see us in the flesh, which might not be a good thing, 
But if you want to check it out and watch the videos with us, please click on that tab and you'll be sitting down right with us watching the horrible trailers that we normally watch. Okay. How's everybody doing? Les, you doing good? Uh, yeah. Kind of nervous. I, kinda, I left my wallet at work, I'm hoping. Listen to this. Les comes <laughs> into my house, pulls the old... Uh, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I actually had confidence this time. Sorry. I didn't pull the shady. Need some money. For he's, like, he's like, he's uh, like, uh, I left my wallet at work. I need gas. Uh, cash. <laughs> Luckily, I have cash. You I don't know, okay, but, cash anymore. But it's funny because if you think about how it is nowadays, people will just cash app you or Venmo. Right. Or just, mm-hmm. And it's right. like, I don't have shit. Yeah. I need actual green money. Yeah. Luckily, I have <laughs> like some paper in my pocket. <laughs> Boo, how you doing over there? You doing okay? Yeah, no, no, I'm doing good. The delay isn't that uh, isn't that bad. Yeah, it's not. No, not too bad. Uh, we just don't hear half the words you're saying, but it's okay. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, no, it's some of your guys' conversation. I'm I'm having to piece it together like a puzzle. <laughs> that should be really fun for the next hour and a half. But you're doing good. Hey, you're how are you? You healthy? Yeah, no, I, I had a, a bit of a scare, you know, coronavirus scare at work. Uh, tested on Monday, and luckily enough, or maybe unluckily. I just found out that I uh, I tested negative. I tested negative. Oh, you did? You got the results? Yeah, but the reason for me not being there is because I didn't know the results, and I just found them out, which means I could have been there and not having this delay. Oh, so, that's okay. That's okay. It's a bit of a catch-22, but yeah, no, but I, I, I am happy. Everything's going good. Yeah, so some, some good news there, but kind of forced me to be out of the Sith layer and dealing with some internet issues, but I'm, uh, I'll take that all day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank God. That's great. Great news, man. Yeah. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Man. <laughs> I'm awesome, dude. <laughs> Things are, everything's coming up, Strathers. Oh, it's not really, good. my band is in like, is in, uh, we're having troubles, man, but we're getting there, figuring it out. Yeah, you guys, you guys can't break up. No, dude, we can't, especially I'm... considering I like really need the money now. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see, oh, throw the horns before it's all over. Like, I have to see you rock out do not break up we won't king tom how you doing uh i'm i'm good uh les's wallet comment reminded me my son lost a tooth i have something to do after the show ends oh Uh, (laughs) you mean give me my wallet (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right well everybody's doing good let's get into some week in geek box office this is the coolest thing i didn't think i'd ever say this but for the first time since 1980 Star Wars Empire Strikes Back is at the top of the box office due to its re-release at drive-in theaters and some of th- some other theaters that have sprung up all over the country. It made $175,000. This was reported on Friday, but they're expecting it to make $500,000 by the end of the weekend. And this is coming from Deadline. So how cool is that? I get to say Empire Strikes Back is number one in the box office. It's amazing. You, Deadline. Yeah, isn't that great? And there's other crazy rumors that came out right before I... St- we started this podcast and it's probably nuts and it's probably crazy, but we're going to get into it in a second. <laughs> it's about Kenobi. But here's your streaming top five. The Outpost is number one. Trolls, number two. The King of Sin Island, number three. Force of Nature, number four. And Capone drops down to number 47. Thank God it keeps going down because it's garbage. <laughs> Did anybody say anything good over the weekend at all? You know what? We watched just on a whim uh, a movie on Amazon. It's an Amazon original with uh uh dave batista called my spy it's a little kid movie Mm, right movie was hilarious really yeah dude amanda's like well what if we watch this because we've really been trying to like engage with the kids more and uh i'm like i guess i laughed my ass off 
it's great. It's it's dumb as hell, but it's right. a lot of fun. It feels good. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. I would definitely recommend watching it. There you go. We're watching the My Blue Heaven with my daughter. She's 10. Oh, okay. She didn't get the very That's beginning, but once it got to New York, she was really liking it. I actually did watch My Spy with my niece and my dad, and I was actually oh. pleasantly surprised by it. I'm like, this is about to be awful. <laughs> yeah, but the fact is, like, oh, this is kind of cute. My niece was completely checked out. Like, it was literally just for me at that point. But you know, <laughs> that's cool. The little girl who's like the the star of the movie is cool as hell. Her hair rules too. She's fierce. It's weird. It's weird seeing Dave Bautista not like speaking with the Draxent at all. And uh, <laughs> but he 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 did a good. job a good job and he is not the best actor in the world i just am gonna put that out there still a lot of fun to watch well no but he's good in what they put him in though he's good where where they put him you know he fits in well where where they put him and i think he's trying to do the whole rock thing where he starts off doing like the kid movies remember how i think they all follow that formula now yeah yeah oh good for you i saw greyhound which is tom hanks's new film that was supposed to come out in theaters by sony but then apple tv bought it and it was just an hour and a half of crazy naval battles. There was two minutes that the movie didn't have any kind of action. And then from then on, it never stopped. So if you're into action, you're into water, you're into the Navy, you need to watch it. So that was cool. And I'm watching Parks and Rec because of the great recommendations, King Tom and Eric. Just about to get to season three. Love it. Absolutely love it. Lorena is starting to finally like enjoy it. So it's very, very cool. <laughs> The movie that Les and I were talking about, uh, Charlize Theron's movie, The Old Guard mm-hmm. on yep. Netflix. That's actually number one on Netflix. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Watch it. It's really good. I haven't finished it. I got like five, ten minutes left. Yeah, Les saw it all. Yeah, and I saw the whole thing. It was really good. Yeah, there you go. Anybody watch Hamilton again? King Tom, do you watch Hamilton again? Uh, it's been on in the background. Good for you. I want to watch it with the subtitles. I heard that's a whole other experience. Yeah, I heard that's the, the experience to have for streaming. Yeah, actually. can't wait to do that. And uh, other than that, I think that's it with the uh, top films and streaming. Kylo, let's get into the Star Wars. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report. Araj, you were leading off with this, you know, hinting around to it. And there's no verification at all on this. No, none. But... uh, Some people who, you know, we're fans (laughs) of, they've been on this show, they've talked about you know, this or this or this is going to happen. Uh, and we've seen it happen. Have are supporting the, the news that we got right now. And that is that Hayden Chris has mm. signed on to be in the Obi-Wan series. What? Oh, my sweet Lord. How about Maria, that? are you going to be okay? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have to work through it. I'm, I'm okay. right there. I'm sweating already. I'm here to <laughs> hold your hand, baby. Into it. I'm sweating I'm already. <laughs> I'm reliving that moment of celebration, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm already sweating. I know. I know. You know what it is. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to get I a do. cold towel. I'll be yep. all right. <laughs> <laughs> how, how cool. How cool is this, though? I mean, uh, Eric, who, <laughs> I didn't even know that some of our friends were, were, were confirming this information. So that makes it even crazier to me. Noah and Corey are. Yeah. Like our two great, great friends. Are, yeah. I love you, are, Corey Van Dyke. Yeah, are really strongly supporting this thing. Oh, so, wow. Okay. They were right about the other little scoop that they had. So right. that's a good sign. Right. I think oh. as long as George Lucas isn't writing the 
dialogue, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I love you, George, but you shouldn't write dialogue. I don't know. This I, this guy I watch on YouTube all the time says George is writing everything for Star Wars these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. No, you're, you're right. If George isn't writing the dialogue, Hayden <laughs> might actually. I saw Life as a House, and that was a great movie, and he was great in it. There, yeah. There was a big difference between his acting and his dialogue. That's well, for he sure. has he has uh, he has a great I, this, deal of capability. It's just that dialogue was terrible. I mean, I love George, but the dialogue terrible. was terrible. I always say, if you can make Natalie Portman not act well, then something's wrong with the screenplay <laughs> and the dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But this is insane news. How would this all work? I'm imagining like <laughs> flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like force visions, or a mixture of both. <sighs> I'm on board for any of that. All of that works for me. <laughs> I just know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I want to see him in that Clone Wars getup. I need to see him in yeah. the long. Oh, come yeah. on, baby, just yeah. give me, give me that. Can I just get that? If I can just get some Clone Wars armor on both of those men, I'll be all right. I think I can yeah. live life. That would be cool. Back off my Obi Wan, please. In it? <laughs> oh Lord, ain't nobody gonna touch Obi. <laughs> I will. I'm old. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the oldest you, one here. So are you I, uh, sure? That's true. I, here we go. I, I here we go. Really <laughs> sure? I'm 75. I'm, <laughs> I'm 74. So I guess I'm. I'm out. All right. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I was thinking flashbacks. Uh, I don't want to see him in the Vader suit because I mean, at that point, it doesn't matter if it's Hayden Christensen anymore. Yeah, uh, right. But I do think, you know, so this is something that we've talked about before, that the Clone Wars, the animated series, mm. really emphasized the pain and the tragedy of the fall of Anakin Skywalker. If you only have the movies to take a look at, it's like, yeah, that sucks, but huh. It, but when you <laughs> see the Clone Wars and you see the bond between Anakin and everyone around him, uh, it makes makes his fall a tragedy and seeing like reliving any of that in live action, I think would be amazing. Uh, you know, whether it's just the torment of Obi-Wan imagining situations where if only I would have said this, or if only I had noticed that, or, you know, maybe it's like current because Hayden obviously will be older, just like Ewan is maybe it'll be, I don't know. I don't but think Vader would project himself and see himself as, Anakin Skywalker anymore, but no, regardless, right. however they do it, I think it's dope. Now, people are already saying that you're going to end up seeing Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka in live action together oh, on this show in some sort of flashback scene. And now, mind you, I have... It's, it's that hopeful speculation. Who cares? It's it's still really <laughs> cool to think about. This yeah, is the can, only thing I'm going to ask for tonight. Araj, can you insert the biggie line? It, it was, was all, all a dream! dream. Right there, right you there. Got it. That's <laughs> it. It's done. It's done. It. I'm done. It's done. It's done. That's my that, dream. Now they, they could. See, he has such a baby face that they don't have to de-age him that much. Right. He look good. Don't get her started. Don't get her started. Keep it together, <laughs> woman. Jeez. Right. Yeah. No doubt. All right. Somebody's gonna even tie her notes. down. I'm so glad that this popped up so you can get this reaction out of you, man. It's great. <laughs> fantastic do you have that cold towel yet maria yeah (laughs) oh i'm working on it i'm working i was a young girl when episode two hit and he woke up out of that nightmare and he was swole oh i was discovering myself that's true that's true 
He is a handsome son of a bitch, the Hayden. Oh my man. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. I'm a, I'm straight. <laughs> you know. But on, let me just put that out there. I'm but straight. On, but but hold on. On Revenge <laughs> of the Sith, where he, you know, he's there shirtless. If yeah. I gotta go like grab a soda out of the fridge and that scene's coming up, I'll pause it before I go grab the soda. <laughs> Because I gotta see this pecs. Even me, I'm like, damn, son. So yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it too. Boo, you happy about this uh, Hayden Christensen situation? Absolutely. Uh, You know, I I I was thinking, would it be you know, because this is, I guess, show wise, kind of akin to you know Palpatine coming back as you know size of importance kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I had to like take a step back and be like, well, yeah, he's probably going to only be in flashbacks. It's probably going to only be a couple episodes, nothing too big. It's not like where, you know, he's a main character. So I was like, all right, it'll be cool to see him. But, you know, should people be losing their minds? Absolutely. I was too. But then I was like, he's only going to be in a, probably a couple episodes. So it'll be great to see him, but it's not going to be something where he's like, he's going to be the whole show. Yeah, no, I agree. But can you imagine, yeah. th- like we talked about before in other episodes, that that might have been the moment at Celebration. That might have been the Palpatine moment, but like you're mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. where he just comes out and says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be, in, I'm gonna be in Kenobi." People would have shit themselves. Oh my gosh, it would have been crazy. And that's why probably the information's coming out because it would have already probably come out, like Eric yep. was saying a couple episodes ago. Do you think we might also see like an alternate timeline, maybe like where maybe he didn't go Vader, oh, or a dream shit. sequence? You know, maybe he's wishing things had gone differently. That's a great point, Maria. Yeah. That's, That's a great about, point. Like, the Force Visions kind of yep. thing. Like, oh, if got he it. hadn't messed up mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, Anakin mm-hmm. would still be here and things would uh, great. If it didn't take the high ground. Yeah. You know, probably- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think that something that you could really play on with this is at, at some point, Obi-Wan has come to terms with essentially what happened to Anakin. But he's got to blame himself for a long, long time. And I think seeing that struggle mm-hmm. would, would really be something. And that's how you could do it with flashbacks or seeing, you know, the scene where it's like just over and over again, you are my brother, Anakin, I love you. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and seeing, seeing what would play out, what would be cool is if you, you know, we got, uh, we're going to get Padme in this too. <clears throat> Cause then, you know, they could really play out that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. from, from Revenge of the Sith, but That's but anyway, yeah, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say, but I'll take anything they want to give us. It's all gravy. King Tom, you're you're on board on this, yeah. Uh, however they decide to do it, I'm I'm good with it because they weren't going to do it if you were against it. I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm used to that. Needed the approval. <laughs> Last you good? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for including so, me. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted, I just wanted to include you on that. Thanks, one. thanks for bringing me in. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the so the other. I, I guess big news. Like I feel like I'm putting air quotes around it. They announced a new animated series, and it's the Bad Batch. Am I? Was I hoping for that? Was that on any wish list that I had written in my Star Wars diary late at night? You know, <laughs> when I'm looking up at the moon, wondering if Dave Filoni's <laughs> somewhere looking at that same moon, going, "Man, I just wish we had a Bad Batch <laughs> series." No, but. I, I mean, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Uh, I think it's <laughs> yeah. got some potential. It's just not, and it's not a move I expected them to do. And I, you know, Noah and Corey, they called this one. Mm-hmm. And um, so whoever they got this information from, they, they were right. And 
Reddit owes him a big apology. Uh, I don't know how to, else to feel about this, though. I'm not excited by, by any stretch. What do you guys think about this? I love the clones. The clones just make me cry mm-hmm. all the time. And as soon as the Bad Batch went off, like I was like, um, they clearly survive Order 66. Like it was just automatic in my brain. We have to survive because if they're defective, I feel like the chip in their brain would be defective as well. And I'm like, I need like a comic book series. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the whole show. I was expecting like something about the, from the Bad Batch so that we got a show. Um, and I also feel like with Corona, making animated shows is easier than making live mm-hmm. action shows so they're like we gotta do something while we can't record like right. actual things so i just feel like this is what's their solution um to it but i'm i'm excited about it i feel like we could get some interesting you know like insight into the clone's mind and how you transfer to going from these loyal soldiers to figuring out who you are without this war going on and how that works so i'm excited i don't know I'm not personally excited, but I think that there's, I think that there's, that's the beauty of Star Wars. There's so much out there and everywhere is someone who just thinks that this character or that character, the Bad Batch is the most amazing character. And I think anywhere we can expand it and, and please those people is important as somebody, you know, who thought Boba Fett was the coolest thing since sliced bread. And my friends were like, he's on screen for four seconds. Why are you so excited? I'm like, I don't care. He's awesome. I love him. You know, I would have loved to have had a show about Boba Fett back in the, back in the eighties when I was a kid. Um, So I, I like anything that expands the universe and, and reaches out to those people who aren't, you know, um, you know, huge Luke people or Han people or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at this point in time, I mean, Disney can afford it, get out there, get it done, you know? Right. Right. That's what I, that's what say. I say. <laughs> I always say that they can afford making top notch animation yep. and why not just give it to us, give us in the bad batch. I wasn't a huge fan of the bad batch while we're, uh, we're watching this extended clone wars thing, but Hey, if somehow, some way Rafa gets in this, I'm all good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Full can- circle. Full circle. That's right. I love Rafa. So if somehow she can get into this, it's all good. And I'll deal with the bad batch. Not a problem. So <laughs> I think it's a really good opportunity to close up some of the gaps in Clone Wars. You know, maybe we do a side trip and they encounter Cad Bane or somebody, you know, and oh, they yeah. kind mm-hmm. of fill up those gaps. I know we can't do Dark Disciple. It just requires legwork uh, no, for the cool. series, but it, it's a really good opportunity to resolve some of those loose threads as well. Sorry, I know everyone wasn't a big fan of Solo, but one thing I loved from Solo was Emphis Nest. And so I had an idea. I was like, what if Emphis Nest's mom bad match in the show? And I, I don't know. I just got oh, really excited about that idea because they should be around the same time zone. And I'm really interested in Emphis Nest, the character. I think she was fascinating. Yes. I think she was the most interesting thing about Solo. Totally agree. Oh, well, Eric, Eric loves Emphis Nest. Yeah, he's, he's yep. a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, a, this is a good segue, Eric, because I know Solo just came on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, so now we finally have all the Star Wars movies on Disney+. Plus. I mean, not that it matters. We all own them already yeah. anyway, but there's just something <laughs> something nice about knowing that it's on there so that it's easy to encourage other people to check them out. And, uh, you know, Solo's one of those movies that doesn't seem to get a lot of love. People, I think, would universally rank it as the the least favorite of the Disney-era movies. Maybe not totally universally, but it's you know what i'm saying but 
it's a it's a good movie, man. And there's a lot of seriously good qualities about it. Infus Ness being one of them. She is the most intriguing thing in there. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they went the direction they did with her. I suspect that making Infus Ness uh, a woman was not. I think it happened during production and not before. Mm-hmm. Um, but excellent move. And Aaron okay. Kellyman, it's huge get perfect casting uh so yeah but but there's there's a lot of good aspects of solo i thought that uh that aaron reich and he did a great job i thought that uh the seeing like the beginnings of the relationship between han and chewbacca was uh really sweet and i don't know just overall plus i mean for crying out loud, we had Darth Maul with robot legs in live action. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> whether people, right. it, it was great. But I mean, yep. what do you guys think about that? Well, I think when it comes to Solo, um, there's good and there's bad in there. I mean, of course, we all know how we feel about Val. You know, yeah. Rip. Uh, yep. But I think <laughs> what is most important about Solo is the exposure level, right? Just getting people in front of it. You know, I, I'm still shocked at how many people aren't aware that there is a solo. Right. Yeah, what's this about? What is this? I didn't even know this happened. You know, so I think exposure is key there. And then from there, people will gravitate towards it. There's a lot of really good creature work going on in solo as well that, that people sleep on all the time. So I yep. think that's worth noting as well. There's a lot of mm-hmm. um, interesting choices made uh, by hero like i I really love her story too Mm -hmm. so there there are good things in there and i was one of those why do we need a solo movie people but it's not even about solo right it you know another white cis male getting a movie wow that's a hot take (laughs) bitch but you know whatever it's not even about that like the characters surrounding him are what make that story worth telling and you know for for what alden had to work with uh he did a he did a serviceable job. He didn't phone it in. He did what he could. And I like Donald Glover and I like old girl who played L three. She really Oh, she was great. Made some yeah, choices she was awesome. out there. And she uh, wore the suit. Phoebe Waller Bridge, is that yeah, her name? Yeah, yeah, yep. the chick from Fleabag. Right. Yeah. She's right. fantastic. Fantastic work. From Fleabag. Okay. Noted. <laughs> <Just> correction. <laughs> I absolutely love solo. There's some flaws, obviously, but as a adventure film and a just a great time, a rip roaring great time. It's it's outstanding. Lorena, I was watching it the other day. I just put it on the background. Lorena's like, you know what? That's my favorite new Star Wars film. And I go, yeah, it's up there for me too. I lo- I love Rogue One and I love Solo. I love them to death. I love both of them. I Solo. I came out of there with a smile. I enjoyed myself watching it. I enjoyed all the little throwbacks they had and all the little Easter eggs they had. It was great. And Alden, again, it's an impossible task mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. that role. It's impossible. But. I think it's real easy for people on the outside to take a, a, a really quick look at the franchise. It's been around for 40 years. It must be old. It must be um, not what it once was. So I think that's just a, a misconception of misinformed people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And people not in the fandom and not experiencing all of the stuff that goes on in it. But also, too, it's partially the fandom itself because we have, you know, people that will just lose their entire mind over, you know, fan service or whatever the case may be. And I mean, I totally get it. If you hate it, you hate it. But, you know, the reason that you went to Mm -hmm. see the movie is likely because you're a fan. So, you know, 
there's kind of you right. know what I mean. There's got to be a yeah. give and take, and 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 when it comes to a movie, whatever mm-hmm. the movie might be and whatever it's about, there are going to be things you like, and there are going to be things that you don't like, and you know, definitely, I agree one hundred percent. You're talking about Alden. You're talking about you know, uh, you can't replace Harrison Ford. You you just you can't, and you, you can't, can't be Bel- you Billy can't. D. Williams. You just can't. Yeah, I was so about you're to say gonna that. have to accept no. what they can do in the meantime. And and that and I think, and I don't mean that we should just let you know well enough be good enough. But at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be realistic about what can and cannot be done. And you know, it's the mm-hmm. same as people crying about the Last Jedi. You know, the Luke scenes and. Oh, well, you know, all the special effects. Dude is a little old to be out there flip-flopping around with his lightsaber, okay? You guys got to be realistic here. You'd want Mark Hamill or you want somebody else. You know, that's just how it is. We have to be be judgmental and, and not like the things we like. We have to be honest about it. But at the same time, like, seriously, you guys, reel it in. Because they could have stopped yes. after Return of the Jedi, That's which right. would have been okay exactly. with me because I was just there for the boots. But I'm saying they could have stopped then and we <laughs> wouldn't have gotten any of the other cool stuff. So, you know, to me, it, it, you kind of there's yeah. got to be give and take. And, it, and it's not to say you can't not like it. You can't criticize it. You can't be upset with something. But if you're not in it, there's a good chance if you listen for five minutes, you might think the fandom is important. Loading oh, the way yeah, that absolutely. people, you know what I mean? Because when I came home mm-hmm. from the rise of Skywalker, it was like, all right, I'm just going to stay off the internet for two or three weeks just to let everybody just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Burn out before I even listen because I know it's just going to make me want to rip my hair out. And it did. And it was just, and it was like, it was painful enough for the things that I didn't like and the things that made me upset, but it was worse to come home and then have to hear the people crying about too much fan service. You went to see the movie because you're a fan. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. Right. But at the same time, you know, again, give and take, guys. And again, I mean... There are bigger things in the world to be that upset about, you know, but then that's just me. You know, I'm (laughs) you absolutely nailed every point right there. And you have to have an open mind to go into a Star Wars. movie. Yeah, no, but then they should in the case of Solo, they should be taking it as this is the beginning. Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams versions of these characters are the final product. Like this is version 0.0 like yep this is all this is what you guys are supposed to we know what we're getting you can't expect them to be cool ass han solo right away yeah that's what i went in going okay man we're we're gonna get the you know the legend and we're gonna get the beginning of this and if you know and of course he made the mistakes he made he did all the dumb stuff that you know you you would expect this guy he was basically your very first version of this so he was molded to what he people is. should be taking that it should have never got the hate that it got and then that was during that whole craze where i mean i get it we're not not a lot of stuff is being produced right now but remember there was that point where every little reshoot or whatever else was going on remember deal. it was like a huge <laughs> thing like oh justice league rescheduled reshoots oh what's going on yeah. here you know and it's like captain marvel 10 reshoots scheduled and it was like dude just 
Man, chill. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Chill. You know, there's some bad pizza out there. But it's pizza. But it's still right. like, <laughs> Every time my parents took me to McDonald's, I don't care if I got the hamburger. I got a hamburger from McDonald's. Yeah, it's not the best thing there, but I got a burger from Mc- I had McDonald's. Like Eddie yep. Murphy would just enjoy Star Wars. You're getting it, I guess. And I think people forget that. They forget, I think it was Raven that said earlier, we're getting Star Wars. Yes. Like, yes. People are going in with the mindset that things are going to be bad from the get-go. And and that set of fans, no matter what, you're not going to appease them. Yeah. Un- unbelievably, The Mandalorian yeah. didn't get shit on like everything else. But but every film, there's been sections that, are, uh, that the movies have been shit on, no matter what. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, though. You know The Mandalorian. If it wasn't for the child, yeah. though The Mandalorian would have had. The discourse would have been oh, ridiculous. For sure. It would have. Mm-hmm. Let's would've. be real here. It would have, yeah. If you can't it wasn't for Baby Yoda, everybody would have picked that thing apart but it's like people are mean mugging all this stuff to be they're like preparing to hate it and you're building your own headcanon up so much and you've already decided how it should go what should happen what shouldn't happen and and when you walk in with the story already told you know i don't want to be the one to break the news to anybody but you didn't make the movie and you didn't mm -hmm. tell you know you didn't write the story so you have to accept that when you walk in the door, what you have decided should or shouldn't happen really doesn't matter at this point. And I mean, as much as I can mm-hmm. completely get behind being disappointed, because I am not in any way trying to say I'm not disappointed in some of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, right. But I didn't make the movie. Now, if I had been there and it went this way, mm-hmm. then I would be probably a lot more heated you know and it's again not that i'm totally fine with everything everything's great and wonderful no but i'm not ready to burn the house down because i don't like the wallpaper in the one room okay and that is where i think so many people go and they they they, they've walked in and they've decided it's going to be this and it's going to be this and it's going to be this and then the movie sucks because it wasn't this well yeah but you didn't make the movie yeah, right. And why would you want it to be exactly how you thought it, it was going to yeah. be? Like, well, don't you want to go see a film and be surprised and see something fresh? Like, yeah. why would you want yeah, see, exactly you, what you only hold that for the X Men movies, in all honesty? No, you, you see, hold that that, that's you. how it's supposed to be. Your energy in the, the right direction, y'all. When, <laughs> see, that's the difference. Days of Future Past, we know the damn story. Hello. Yeah. Give us the damn story. But I. That's different. Star that Wars is, different, is, is yeah. this this like evolving, flowing thing. It's Fluid. not like these things have been. It wasn't like it was created That's in true. 1963 and you got 10, 12 volumes of it. I mean, yes, we there's all kinds of literature and all kinds of expanded universes and stuff. Which you deal yeah, with that part. Right. I get that. But yes, just roll with it, man. Like, eh, I guess. I feel like <laughs> I would be fine with certain decisions if I feel like those decisions were executed well. I know The Last Jedi mm-hmm. is very contested. I love The Last Jedi. But I, I feel like the reason why it was so like controversial because the things that it was saying, it was saying effectively and really well. Like It made its point mm-hmm. concisely. And that's mm-hmm. why it was like so people were like, I hate what it's saying. And it's not like they're saying I hate the way they said it because they did a good job making the film. With like other movies, like the execution was a little off. Uh, yeah. The Rise of Skywalker, I'm just going to say, I'm like, this seems a little messy. Like, I feel like I wouldn't mind some plot points if it executed well. So I right. feel like that's what, like, with Star Wars, like, you have to accept, like, what's going to happen. But honestly, I 
do expect when I go into the movie theater to watch a good movie. If it's not a good movie, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel or not, you know, I feel like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like it. It's still Star Wars, yes, but I feel like I'm still going there to watch a good film. Yeah, you definitely yeah. want to see a yeah. well-made production. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it makes total sense. You know, there was definitely a few things in Rise of Skywalker where you were just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and that happens. And then, yeah, and and I and I completely agree yeah, with no. that. And and you know, it, you know, you can have criticisms. You can have you know pages, hours worth of you know, you know, criticisms. It's just the you know, like I said, the criticisms of you know, okay, well, nobody should make Star Wars movies anymore if they can't make good ones. It's like, well. Hold the phone. Yeah, slow down. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, that's yeah. where I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you guys, wait, wait, just hold on a second. Push the brakes there. Because yeah. the last the last Jedi was fantastic, you know, and the Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker not as much. I I completely agree, but it doesn't mean mm. that they can't make the movies. That they can't yeah. make good movies. Absolutely. It's just they went, uh, I think, far too safe in the Rise of Skywalker. There were some really cool moments, but they went way too safe Agreed. after as ballsy as the last, last Jedi was. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you're going to yeah. go that balls out and then you're going to go over here and try to play girl scout or yeah. boy scout more accurately. Uh, well, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, well. well, I was a girl scout, so that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, this was a great conversation. We were just talking about solo and it's, see, this is what I love. Like we just went on a cool tangent here. Oh, we go on a tangent right away. Given the opportunity. Yeah, that's a, that's a, oh, it's great. Thing. I love it. Usually we're talking about dicks and stuff for half an hour, 45 minutes. So. No, we are not. No, we're no, we are not. <laughs> we steered Maria away from Hayden Christensen. We got her a cold towel. We were trying to save you. There you go. <laughs> dicks are weird, though. Oh. They are. They're Did a you weird see thing. that they're. Yeah, yeah the aesthetic they're, I design agree. is not there. The aesthetic design is yeah, just not, right. not visually thing. There was a bunch of like dick fish that pulled up on a beach. Sure, did you see that? There's like I a love, thousand. I love how fish. just the doors have been blown wide open. Now we're back to the <laughs> uncomfortable. Right I now. mean, these doors are just being kicked straight the fuck off. Like now, boom, we're, here we, we, we are. Now we're on the We are. Okay. Go ahead, Eric. Lead us out, lead us Dude, out of the I'm dick done. talk. I got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't go to that land. No, hey, no. boo, boo, you still there? I know we're talking about dicks, but are you still there? Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I, I was kind of thrown off by dick fish. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, fish sticks. Talk about fish sticks, like the Gorton's fisherman. Do, do you like? Yeah. Do you like fish sticks? I don't like fish sticks or fish sticks, but I do like Naboo. I love the game Naboo. Tell me, you have a Naboo just like saved somewhere? Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, I, I, I had one ready. I found it funny that you didn't tell me anything separately. You just put it in the show notes, assuming that we read the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a trick. That's like the writer, like you know how Van Halen requested the. The green M and M's or the blue M and M's, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that, was, that was only you know that story that it was only to see if the venue read their whole list and they would know that musically the place would be legit if they had the green M and M's. They didn't give a shit about the green M and M's. They just wanted to make sure people did the job. They wanted to make sure that the place actually read the whole list and got what they wanted. Well, yes, that's why I did that, Boo. So I wanted to make sure that you read the show notes. Damn it! And there you go. Okay, so girls, there's a game we play called Naboo. Mm-hmm. So Boo's gonna give you guys. <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> it's not that great. Yeah. So Boo's gonna give you guys three different options on questions. Well, they're kind of more like statements. Facts and then you gotta pick the one that's Naboo. Thank you, Steel Saunders. Money is in the mail. He named it. 
Go ahead, Boo. Give the and you guys can talk amongst each other after he gives you the statements and pick the one that's not nah, Boo. Okay. So statement number one. Unfortunately, Anthony Daniels and Kenny Baker despised each other and hated working together. Statement number three or number two. Oh, you just skipping two, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> For those counting at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. During filming of A New Hope. England was experiencing a, a massive heat wave, which made wearing the flight suits very uncomfortable. You know, the orange and white flight suits and all that sure. stuff. And then the, the TIE fighter ones. So the cast would wear shorts uh, when their lower halves weren't being shown. And then statement number three, in the classic scene in Empire where Luke sees his head in Vader's helmet, it's actually a very good prop of Hamill's head and not him actually wearing the helmet. Which okay. one of those three? Which one of those three are Naboo? So talk amongst yourselves. If you need me to, re- to repeat I'm going to go one, with the third know. one is Naboo. That's For my real? vote. Really? You think it's oh. three? It's one, baby. I'm all talking about it at some point. I, I don't really know. I'm just guessing. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I make it sound like I knew? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one, One's a good choice, too. We know it's hot, like on Tatooine when they're shooting, right? Because of the pink shorts guy, right? It's on hot pink. right now. What are you so talking about? we know about? it's hot, right? The Mark Hamill, like, last time I saw Return of uh, Empire, it looked kind of suspect. So I- I'm going to go with one. Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. But I don't want to peer pressure you. No, no peer pressure me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, so number one is not Boo. Uh, boo? Which which one was number one? The Daniels and yeah, Kenny Baker. Yeah, they Anthony weren't Daniels and Kenny Baker. Anthony no, Daniels that is actually Kenny true. Baker. They did fucking hate each. Yeah, they did hate each other. I, yep. I knew that. Yeah, they hate each other. Well, no one likes Anthony Daniels. Yeah, nobody likes Anthony Daniels. Nobody does. Yeah. yeah. The the Nabu is actually the 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 Vader's helmet. Luke's head. Oh, and Vader's oh you're right. Shit. Yeah. We should always Raven. Tell. Raven. Raven. Yep. You had See, it. This is what the senior class does. Watch and learn. <laughs> I have to congratulate Boo for finally doing one of these that wasn't a trick question. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Fucking happy. Yeah. Yes. I love somebody almost picked it out just like uh, King Tom did last week where he just fucking deciphered all my shit yep. instantly. Yeah. I love how you refer to not having the facts straight a trick question. Well, Raven, you had it. You had I had it. it. I had yeah. it. I guess we're I'm gonna. gonna I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna right. take so that. Fuck up then. <laughs> I just like to think everyone gets along. So right, right. Same here. Same here. The same thing. But I know too many people like Anthony Daniels, so I was just like, yeah, it's probably number three. <laughs> Eric, thank you for getting us some information that we had a cool, great discussion about. It's awesome. Let's get into pop culture reboots and remake. Kill Bill Three. Now, Kill Bill is one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, one of my top, I don't know, probably top 10, maybe top five. There are some rumors out there. Every so often, the idea of Kill Bill 3 pops up and somebody asked Tarantino and he's like, well, I'm waiting for Uma Thurman. I gave her 20 years. I told her I gave her 20 years after the movies to do it again. But Vivica A. Fox had an interesting uh, idea. She was speaking to NME and she was asked, who would you want to play her daughter? Because the rumors are now that the story will be about her daughter coming up and seeking revenge. Yeah. Oh, this is what she put. I I haven't got any official word. I had a feeling that hopefully Tarantino was waiting 
on the actress who plays my daughter to grow up a little bit. But then I was doing an interview and they asked me, what young actress would you get to play your daughter? And I was like, Ambrosia Kelly, that would be the, the, the young lady that played her originally. But then mm-hmm. she thought about it. So I went Zendaya. How hot would that be? She said, and that would probably green light this project because her and Uma are both very tall and it would be just kick butt. And I love her. You say no less. Go ahead. No, I don't say no. I'm not saying no. Okay. I'm just, you made the face that you said no. I am just, uh, how's Quentin (laughs) Tarantino going to treat Zendaya? Well, I, cause uh, she's on her way to treasure status. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, Vivica and Quentin didn't have a good, deal on set neither for did the U- kill neither bill did Uman. Yeah, no so yeah. so do not grab or get let him get his hands on her unless we have like all the proper protections in place well please. i hope to god that he yeah. has thought that out that that would be my only issue i have no problem putting her and besides it's time to get her to another level i mean like i told you before we talked about zendaya she's trying to break away from that disney mm-hmm. She that has, Disney she thing, has. and she has, you know, with Euphoria mm-hmm. is like just straight put her. She's a druggie's, like she's a drug addict. Right. You know, she's not that Disney princess. She's going in. She's part of a cinematic, uh, a comic book universe. But I think it's time to get her more. You know, all all the ladies, all the, all the lady actresses get. Uh, they have an action type of phase. You know what I mean? Most of them do, and I think it's time to put her in that. Like, let her go for it. I can see her doing, you know, some get a katana or something, and. Maybe she shows up with that box of cereal again, that box of cereal. And she's like, hey, remember me? And she like tries to shoot her with that. And then they just go at it. And it's just her chasing her all over the world, trying to just get at her. And then the two daughters link up and fight or something. There you go. I think Look I just that. pitched that. You just did it. It's not my intention to do this in front of you. For that, I'm sorry. But you can take my word for it. Your mother had it coming. When you grow up. If you still feel raw about it, I'll be waiting. It's very hard for me to watch his movies just because mm. it kind of smelled misogyny off of it. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to a watch lot. it. So it's like saying like I want one of my favorite actresses to work with him. It's kind of like, mm, It's tough. Mm, maybe I feel like he was, someone else was part of this project with him to like tamper mm. whatever. Yeah, that's what Les was saying. On. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. That I'm maybe maybe, maybe get Robert Rodriguez to join, join him because they work together and they produce some pretty, yeah, maybe t- really maybe cool Quentin stuff. Maybe can be the executive producer. And yeah, Rodriguez let, let direct Rodriguez him. handle it and just take yeah. it from there. He's a great director. All his, I do love all his movies. It, I will say in some cases, and I'm glad the sisters are on the show, it is kind of awkward to watch his movies. You know, there's some words that he likes. He has a prolific dialogue, mm-hmm. throws around freely, but the movies are still good. So, I mean... It's one of those things you just got to take it in some cases and you just consume that. And I mean, we are able to voice whatever our frustrations are, but ultimately, you know, yeah, he's got to have, I really would like her to just be protected on this. I don't want, I mean, I really want to see it, but I do not want to find out 20 years later that, you know, he slapped Mm -hmm. her or did something stupid or said something. Mm -hmm. And it's like, come on. Completely unrelated. Well, Mm -hmm. not completely, but go with me on this. If you dig Tarantino's movies at all and you're into like fan edits, check out Pulp Empire. Uh, It's it's an edit a guy did to where he edited uh, Empire Strikes Back to feel like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Very well done. It's weird as hell. Follows all of his standard tropes of starting with the end. 
and then working through all of the music has been replaced. It is it's pretty it's good, a trip. Man. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, just just look for it. You'll it's you can find it free <laughs> online. The guy's not trying to make any money off of it. Uh, one of the coolest things is he overdubbed Yoda's voice with the uh, the the master from Kill Bill Two. Pyme's voice. Yes. Yep. So Pai Yoda's dialogue is all subtitled in this edit. It's you just have to see it to understand, man. It's it's something. Yeah, it's definitely something. I can hear your thoughts, Raven. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> see, I'm being good now. I'm just I'm right there. I appreciate it. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I know you wanted to say something. Oh, I, I'm say not, it. not yeah, saying it. it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying a word. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> well, no, you know, you just can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. I, I, I can do whatever I want. And I Actually, just... you can. Uh, yeah. That. Wow. That's true. That is true. You can. <laughs> well, we have an email from. Colton Michael, our favorite name in all of Sithless listeners, Michael Colton, Colton Michael. Les, you want to read this thing? Sure, let's do it. Uh, Howdy, Sith listeners. Hope that y'all are doing well. I had to write in and say that I'm so glad Roger's finally watching Parks and Rec. (laughs) Can't wait to hear what he thinks about season three, which objectively is one of the greatest seasons of heartwarming comedy television ever produced. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm a born and bred Hoosier, what Mm. people from Indiana call themselves, and bounced all around the state for 18 years before coming west. Part of what makes Parks and Rec such a great show as its Indiana setting and Indiana in-jokes. Aside from a few sports movies, I'd argue that Parks and Rec is the premier Indiana set show slash movie. But there's honestly not a ton of competition. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. What would y'all say is the best show slash movie set in the state that you grew up in? King Tom, you may have a tough go narrowing it down to one show or movie. And there are quite a few Southern California-based shows right. and movies vying for the title of the best. Anyways, hope that y'all stay healthy and that little Malik enjoyed his first birthday. Oh, that's Cheers. nice. Thank Colton you very Michael. much. Thank he you. has no idea he had a birthday. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> but he did have a cool Star Wars cake, which was great. And nice. he got a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to teach him early. Does anybody else want to jump on this? Southern California, less? How about us? Southern California, there's all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, I just that, can't think of one. The best one? I mean, well, yeah, it's the, the OC. OC. No, definitely not. Definitely not. We, we're about to do a new version of that show, oh, man. Yeah. The yeah. way Orange County is out here is. Yeah. Whoa. I, know, I mean, I, mean, I have a few, okay, but is that Spit what I want people to think of California? No, which one? Well, because they're set in California, but you know, so like Minister Society is right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want to see. That's what I'm saying. Where do you want it, this, this <laughs> right. to go? Do you want it to go like hey, boys in the hood showed like. Yeah, that's SoCal right there. And Training Day showed some Southern California. Yeah, American like, me. American me. Like, you know, there's... Uh, I think show-wise, I think Entourage. Actually, yeah. Entourage, I think, hit you know hit it right there with how Hollywood is. LA is a pretty dead on if you're a fan of Entourage. So I would say Entourage would be the one. I can answer this very easily. Oh, okay. I'm from Milwaukee. So oh. Happy Days slash Laverne oh, and Shirley. Shirley. Fantastic. Represent. And I live in Minneapolis, so uh, having been here for quite some time, I'm sorry to say, but Mary Tyler Moore really does kind of hit it right where it, <laughs> right oh, where it is. Right on. <laughs> and Purple Rain wasn't bad either. Oh, that's a movie. That's, a great... that's my movie. So. That's, yeah, that's a great one. There's your list. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. <laughs> I haven't seen The King of Staten Island yet, so I am curious because I grew up in Staten Island, mm. New York. Um, curious how that represents the the area um the only other time i really remember staten island being referenced in in, in a movie or a movie set 
was the Amy Schumer movie that came out in 2015. Rebound. Train train wreck with LeBron. Train wreck with LeBron. Yeah, yeah. John Cena was in it. Bill Hader. I think it was train wreck because her father lived on Skyline. She kept on taking the ferry there. Yeah, Um, and that was very accurate. I thought uh, growing up there in the '90s, I thought Seinfeld did a pretty good job of representing the city. Um, Right now, I live in Columbus, Ohio, and Family Ties, I believe, was set here. And growing up, yeah, I growing up, I always thought that Family Ties was the most boring show. So yeah, I think that reflects. Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> I love Family Ties. I did too. Me too. Family uh, Ties is the best. Oh, King uh, broke my heart. No one's perfect. APK, right? Alex P. Key. Yeah. Mallory. 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 Oh, Come a, on. That a, was my first crush on Mallory. Heavy celebrity yeah. crush. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> APK? Yeah, him too. He's all good. <laughs> actually, yeah. You know what? That I actually wanted to be Who did Michael it? J. Fox. Who didn't? At that time, like when I was a little boy, it was weird. It was either Michael Jackson or Michael J. Fox. That's what I wanted to be. One of those. Michael. It was. was. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I I was mainly raised. I was I was born in the Bronx, lived there for a while. Then I was mainly raised in Connecticut. That's mainly what I remember. That's near. I can't think of anything saying Connecticut. Who wants to come to Connecticut? Who's the boss? Was that Connecticut? What? I don't even oh, think yeah, I, I'm trying God. to think of something that I've seen um, that has interest me or piqued my interest that I would watch Stephen Knuckles said in Connecticut. But one thing that I know that's uh, for the Bronx at least that like reminds me of it is um, uh, The Get Down, that show that was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That yeah. ship got in another season. If you have watched that, oh, I, like I didn't know it that didn't. was very representative of the Bronx, at least for the 80s in the Bronx. I wasn't alive during the 80s, but, you know, my father tells me, you know. Is she younger than Carlos? Don't, 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 don't rub it in there. Are you younger than Carlos? I'm, she just I said I wasn't 22. alive in the 80s. You're 22. 22. <laughs> that, hurt me, that hurt me too, right? That just hit me. Yeah, that just, that just hit. Yeah, I said earlier, I think I'm the baby on uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> my hey, heart Car- hurts, man. Somebody get boo, you're, not, you're, you're not the youngest anymore, boo. I know, I know. It's, it, it, it's about time. <laughs> How about All you, right, Eric? Any, anything on your end? The bad thing about like St. Louis is that typically it's depicted as you know. There's always all these East St. Louis <laughs> gags. That's that's typically what you end up with. But um, you know, my I live in Illinois, just right across the river in the metro area, and so there's tons of stuff in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Um, just like where to even start? All of it's pretty accurate because if you've ever been there, you can <laughs> you know you can see it. But look at NBC has like nine shows about Chicago, man. <laughs> Chicago yeah. Fire, Chicago Blue. What is it? Uh, Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm not even gonna try to name them all. <laughs> like a thousand of them. How about you, Maria? Where, Maria, where are you at? Uh, You're in Ohio yeah, too. I'm in okay, Cincinnati, that's right, that's right. but I was oh. born and raised in Orlando, and the oh. most uh, accurate depiction. Of the Orlando setting, I believe is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> the actual, like, actual background. That's phenomenal. a lot of the backdrops are like, oh, I know that place, or oh, I used to go to school out there, or you know, oh, that's not far from the stadium. So I, I had a lot of those moments while watching that movie. Like, this is close to home. That's cool. I'm I'm gonna speak up for Cincinnati and say WKRP, man. But maybe that's, that's right. just because I'm old. No, no, I remember. You w- are not remember, old. I remember. All, w- we are all in the same wheelhouse. Like you're yeah. not old. Yeah, like, we are. I remember <laughs> that show way too well. I, I do too. Les Nesmith, or yes, that that's it? right. Yeah, I remember. 
Oh God, Les Nessman was the best ever. Oh, that was a good one. Well, thank you, Michael Colton, Colton, Michael. Appreciate it. I think it's time to get into our trailer trash. I think we need to do this as a big group. We haven't had this many people watch trailer trash together. This is a really bad one, and it's sent to us by our friend Ian. Ooh, here we so go. we're going to watch this debacle all together. It's called the Lhasa Pastor. Here we go. Uh-oh. It's already no good. Is he naked? Oh. Who's fighting who? Ninjas. I- I'm looking at the tidy whiteies. Bitch, why don't you bra and panty match? That, thank you. That's just hey, they, the, they both jumped up <laughs> and whooped some ass out of bed. Like Poor man's Hugo Why is she wearing both of them? And- I do drugs, sell drugs. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I'm just asking. <laughs> look, look at this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. I do drugs, I sell drugs, I murder people. <laughs> look, he becomes a fucking dinosaur. What are you talking about? The time you turned into a dinosaur and ate something. What? Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> By what? Killing people? Who does their blood? What is he wearing? First of all, is he wearing pants? Is he wearing pants? Look at this. Look at this. And then we're getting into some 90s ska punk. Okay. Was that the Dark Sabre? I like the music. And then it became Kill Bill. Wow. Yeah, the Ataris were just glad to finally hang I mean, the song. martial arts is almost on point. Oh, no. Okay. Holy crap, Ola. Oh, I think God wants a lot of people dead. His mustache is too long. <laughs> Why so were there ninjas? Here's the thing I can tell I you right now. Watch it. Can you tell I work at a church, like I said. <laughs> and not one single time has my pastor ever turned into a dinosaur. <laughs> no, no. But if he did, that, I well, that's good. For it. That's definitely good. I want to know who spends money on making something like this. And like, I mean, there were like white ninjas, like white dude ninjas that were legit. And the Was pastor, not-, not only does he turn into a raptor, he's got like straight karate skills, man. Like he's yeah, actually no, got he's- action. <laughs> The action star skills, like yeah. Wow. I need a backstory to this pastor, like yeah. Well, so we need a prequel. Ancient. There's, there's got to be a prequel, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be. A prequel. Does he kill only the people who confess bad things? Like what? What's the? What's the? Yeah, story? I think so. I think, he think was, so. he was writing names down at the end of yeah. that trailer That's because weird. the first guy's like, I sell drugs, I do this, I, do I that. murder people, and then, then a clock, <laughs> then a clock, <laughs> clock, clock came in, in there. scratched his neck, and that was he it. He didn't even wait till he got out of the church, no. man. No, he got heated. He killed him. Yeah, he killed. He got him in the confession booth. Barry broke another confessional. <laughs> there was so much wrong with that. Ian, we appreciate it. That was. I think horrible. we're gonna have to do an episode where we talk in that voice, in in the pastor's voice, and every all of us, but every single God does not want people to die. I love Star Wars. <laughs> no, but what was that orange outfit he was wearing? That was the most striking. That yeah. means he turned into a raptor, and then his clothes ripped off. So that was the replacement, real quick. That That's exactly what that looks song. like. You took, you he took was like wearing an orange mini dress, though. No, like it's just like any other, like, mini yeah, yeah. So it, it looked like she look, had that guys. mini dress stuffed in a bag <laughs> somewhere, and then she's like, here, put this on. 
Oh. No, that wasn't a look. That was a blaze orange <laughs> mini dress. It was bad. I, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a man's ear or something. I mean, he was serving it though. Come on now. You guys got it. He did serve that. He and served it up. if it had been in a better color, I'd give him all the credit in the world. But no. <laughs> he, was he was going for a sherbet. Statement. Yeah, it was like right, a sherbet right, kind of. Right. Sherbet. Right. Sherbet. sherbet. Orange it was a sherbet. Statement. Oh, oh well, that was fantastic. The girl <laughs> The, the girl that was like, I think that was awesome last night. What are you talking about? You know, when you turn into a dinosaur, somebody. <laughs> Shouldn't he have been defrocked like a while ago? Because he had, that's his girlfriend. Well, I think you're diving in way too deep. <laughs> well, I think, I, I well think there's plenty of questions, right? <laughs> Shit, is that not a question? Is that's that, why the ninjas were after him. See, here's the deal. <laughs> Less. This is why you would fit right in with most church people, because you're more concerned about him having sex outside of wedlock than you That's are about right. him killing people as a dinosaur. <laughs> That's right. That's a dang you, no fornicating. But a no dinosaur doesn't know any better. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, so his animal instincts take over, and then he, be, yeah, I guess, man. You guys don't understand, life finds a way. <laughs> so listen, listen to this, man. I'm looking at this movie on Wikipedia, and it is after losing his parents. Pastor Doug Jones, what a great movie name, uh, travels to China and becomes infected by an artifact, resulting in him turning into a velocipastor. Or no, it says velociraptor when he becomes angry. At first, horrified by this new power, under the direction of a prostitute, he decides to fight crime and kill criminals. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, what direction so of a prostitute? Ooh. That was pretty bad. The best part is when he goes, what? <laughs> I turned into a fucking dinosaur? What did I do last night? Yeah, but no no prostitute has underwear that came from Walmart, baby. That's her trade. She's selling something. I know. You know, you know that true. bitch has got like some savage stuff going on. You know, there's something going savage. on here. Right? Maybe she's I'm not an expensive secret. prostitute, honey. Maybe she's Even, a, you know. Maybe yeah. she's like a I'm Kmart blue light that. special. <laughs> That's <laughs> she's not hard up a blue light special. She plies her trade in the parking lot at Walmart. That's that's how that works. Aha! Uh -huh. yeah. There it is. There that's it is. even sadder. That's even worse. I'll yeah. tell you what, though, man. I find it pretty envious for somebody to be able to be in bed and go instantly into ass kicking mode with nary a blink of an eye. I feel like if I was in bed and somebody like a bunch of ninjas busted in, the first thing I would say is like, fuck, hold on. <laughs> Why do you think Ron Swanson sleep fights? Oh boy. There's there's Parks and Rec. <laughs> well, not only that, she jumped out of bed too with some ninja skills too. So right. you guys, yeah, I don't know if you, that's true. She she hopped out that of bed in her Walmart panties quick, and yeah. was like throwing kicks and, that is true. and elbows that's and true. she thought he she was, was getting away without leaving money on the night. <laughs> that's what it was. She's like, You ain't going nowhere. I was quick. She's the Walmart oh, ninja prize. That backstory explains how he can fight though. Nothing in that right. Thank you. you just I mean, I nothing mean, in the trailer. No. But so I guess he got Karate skills and Velociraptor uh, well, imbued if he powers. Becomes a Velociraptor, and karate skills is just like the don't mess with the, me. I don't want to. I don't want to raptor out. How do how do we know that Velociraptors aren't automatically ninjas? I mean, mm. that's a solid question. <laughs> now that I don't know, we need to go on a journey. You, you are correct. Maybe they're that's all true. ninjas. Good call. Good call. <laughs>
Very possible. Raven strikes again. What what if we made it to like the birthplace of ninja and that's like on the wall is a raptor. It's like land of the lost. <laughs> with a, with a red bandana. So wait, so should it have been Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Teenage Mutant Ninja Raptor? See, where's the real battle? Let's make that the we next movie, please. Oh, oh like sweet baby like Jesus. <laughs> well, let's move on and let's get into our last couple of things, which is Gotham on HBO, pretty much. And uh, something else that I know less and King Tom are going to be. Hold on. Hand. Yeah. There's more. Right. Go ahead. Velocipaster is, is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're going to have to is actually really? watch no, it. No, Raj, we're going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Totally yeah. unrelated. We're... I wow. need to go. So just <laughs> do the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, right. You can see, catch him on Twitter at Eric Struthers, everybody. He'll <laughs> sign up. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, sorry. I, go ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. So HBO Max. And Matt Reeves, the filmmaker behind the new Batman movie, has teamed up to develop a police drama series set in the crime-infested streets of the Cape Crusaders' hometown, Gotham City. And this comes from Variety, by the way. Terrence Winter, who created the prohibition crime drama Boardwalk Empires, also was directly involved with The Sopranos, will write and executive produce the series. I know Les did not like Gotham because you thought that it was all the storyline was all whacked out and it was on network television so you can't do a lot of these things there was no batman in gotham there was batman bat boy junior yeah bat Bat boy i know i'm not i'm not trying to defend gotham i'm just asking you are you happy with this idea on hbo batman going to be in it okay well (laughs) batman the story is going to be woven into what we get from matt reeves the batman so much so that Jeffrey Wright, who's who's playing Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gordon is going to be in this series. Um, I'm okay with that. Okay, so you're happy with this? Not happy. Not Why aren't you happy? Okay. Because I'm thinking that all these guys, are, all these cops are going to be doing is just getting drunk and pissed that Batman's kicking all the ass, and they're not. Is, are we? Is that what we're going to be following? Is just them going? Why do I even police anymore? I don't know. What the know. hell, man? This dude is just dropping mm-hmm. down with gadgets and claws and Batmobiles and shit. I got fucking it's a nine millimeter. Be, what what am I supposed to do here? Hark me back to Gotham Central, that which is a comic book run with Brew Baker and uh, Ruka, Ed, Ed right? Brew Baker and Greg Ruka. Yeah, Maria, I know you're a big DC fan. Are you excited about this? We'll see how it goes. I'm not a, a Bat person, you know. I'm I'm more excited about the Batwoman news. Oh um, yeah, this. yeah. I mean, yeah, right. this is you know, for whatever reason, they're doing it. And, you know, more DC exposure is more DC exposure. But, you know, I'm I'm more interested in whatever's going to happen with Batwoman because I think now we're in a, a fresh new place and uh, we can write whatever kind of story we want. We're not really, you know, tethered to a lot of comic source material. So it's an exciting time to be a fan. We'll see how this goes. This uh, this this new Gotham series, which is going to be on HBO, <laughs> yeah. so maybe it could be edgy. I don't know edge, how much cop shows we need. That's I know, right? right. Uh, actually, right. that was like probably the other one time. too. Right. Yeah. Because I wonder if we do watch the Batman, and it is becomes this movie that everybody thinks it's going to be, which is going to be this really good, well written detective film noir. That we're going to want more of that kind of feel. Maybe. Yeah, maybe but that's maybe. Batman. Yeah. Right. I know. I get it. Being the detective. <laughs> Yeah, See, I get yeah, it. yeah, but no, I don't need Detective Bullock, and I don't need. Actually, you know what? There is a cop. There is a police officer that would be pretty dope to bring out from, and that's uh, Renee Montoya, Aaron, Aaron Cash, and Renee Montoya. If you do them two, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. okay, cool. And lastly. This is interesting. X Men fans anxious to see how they would bring in the X Men into the MCU. 
And Janelle Monet has jumped into the ring speaking with Empire. She wants to be Storm. And she wants to be Storm in the next Black Panther film. Is that speaking to space right now is that a good idea bad idea i'm not sure that storm would be the no i agree completely no everybody says no okay well this is yeah yeah we're gonna know on that one she said i definitely have to throw it out there one of my dreams has always to be always been to play storm i don't know if she comes in black Panther, but it would be a dream to have her in it i don't know where they are with that a lot of women have played storm and they've done an exceptional job and i would love to be in that line of artists Get to do storm justice. So you Who's guys are saying storm no. exceptionally. No, yeah, that's a great question. Properly, thank no. you. That's the que- that's the point right there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay, but but I do like the pro. I like the idea though, because that is another way to introduce the mutants mm-hmm. to the MCU is to yeah. marry T'Challa and Aurora, or at least have a relationship start. There we go. Has, so, that, has but, anything like that happened in the comics? Oh yeah, they were the they were oh, the they, they were the Obama okay versions <laughs> in Marvel. Can <laughs> I just say that? Can I just say that or no? <laughs> they were they were the power couple. They were the the ultimate goals because they were married. It's it's King T'Challa, Storm. It's a power couple until he cheated on her. <sighs> until he cheated on her. Yep. Don't bring he, that up. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Till they had an entanglement. So then they became. So, the, so there was an, an entanglement. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the, there was an entanglement and they tried, they fought. I think they actually scrapped. <laughs> oh, when he pulled it, the, there's a panel, right? Where he pulls a move on her and she looks and she goes, Really? Like she looks at it like, You're prepared to fight me? And he's like, I'm prepared to fight everybody. Like, oh, yeah, it just, it just got real, real quick. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best way to introduce her to the larger audience as the Black Panther's wife. I think it, it it's, great exposure but i just don't know although people are somewhat familiar of the with the character from the first three x-men movies i just don't know if that's how to introduce one of the most important mutants Hmm. okay yeah i agree she's been pushing it she says she's like she wants wants i mean monet no like you don't see it no No. neither you raven okay not not her i mean Sorry, Kate. I like her, but not for this character. This this not isn't for the character for her, right? To play, it's. Just, I'd want someone it, who has that This is a character enthusiasm. that takes a really yes. specific. You know, I mean, you've got to be like, yeah. This takes a very specific person to play Storm, and I mean, I'm I say that with somebody named Shadowcat sitting on the cat tree behind me, so <laughs> I have opinion about this. You can't just cast Storm with mm-hmm. any black woman that walks by. It's got to be. The right, the right one. one specifically. What storm do you want to see? Do you want to see like the goddess, the mohawk storm, one of the you know the nineties big hair storm? There, there are so many different versions of the character, and there but, but, are many different versions. That's true. I think uh, just because of you know when I grew up, when I was looking at her it was you know definitely more of the 80s 90s comic book storm so yeah probably mm-hmm. more of that but but even so i mean i don't have anything against you know the mohawk storm or anything else i just think mm-hmm. that you just have to cast her 
very, very carefully and, and mm-hmm. racking my brain right now. I can't think of anyone under the age of 50 who I would cast for that character. <laughs> I, mean, I got, I got one. I saw one on Twitter. I saw one on Twitter that, that I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I got one. If you guys don't have one, Go ahead. Uh, M- M- Michaela Cole. I don't I think I know asked. who that I is. I'm sorry. Okay. So there's a series on Netflix called chewing gum and she's the one who writ. Like, I think she created that show and now she has a show on HBO called I May Destroy You. Oh. And it's about a ca- her character goes through a sexual assault. Oh, shit. And it's just the aftermath of that. Well, anyways, she's the more I look at her, the more regal she looks, the more just like you said, you King Tom named all the different versions of Storm and you two, Raven, you picked who you like. But each and every one of those versions of Storm is just bigger than life like larger than yep. life like that yep. that version storm is for everyone that we want to talk about geekdom and comicdom like storm is should be on the mount rushmore for anybody really she should always be mm-hmm. top five top two in a lot of power levels a lot of uh just characters iconic status she's right there i mean i get i know wonder woman gets a lot of love but i think storm should be the one she should have had a movie a long time ago. I understand the miscasting. Holly Berry was hot at the time. So it was like, why not put this lady on top of the world and yeah, put her there? It makes sense. It makes sense. Since then, you know, she's just gotten lighter <clears throat> and lighter when Storm is black. Like she's dark skinned, mm-hmm. black, Nubian goddess. Like, well, and, and she's also got that gravitas. And, That's the point. And like That's what said, it is. Yes. Regal. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm just trying to think. And when I think of women who have gravitas, who are regal, my immediate reaction is to think of older women who are not of mm-hmm. the age to play a character like this, unless you're telling a story about her when she, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't yeah, think she's Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Gravitas kind of comes with, you generally comes with a little time yeah age you know so i mean there's some there's been a couple of fan casts that people have put out there they've thrown like actual actresses out there another one is a lady named uh i hope i say her name right uh yatide pataki that's who i was trying to pronounce yeah yeah so she's she's been pushed and she's actually lobbied for the part i mean i can see that she's an american gods for those of you that don't know yeah she She plays plays a literal goddess I yes, actually God. do know who that one is. Yeah. Yeah. She plays a goddess in That's that. Uh, so, I mean, she already has the, maybe she already knows what to bring to the part. I mean, I really do. I mean, I get what King Tom was saying, but I really do like the idea of putting her in Black Panther, at least in terms of just some type of introduction. She doesn't have to have a massive there. part. She could just be hanging out. What I don't just somehow, some way I get that too. But then again, I also think, you know, there's other, they can put her somewhere else too and bring her out in other places. I just think it's past time to do so though. In all honesty. What I think would be a really cool way to bring in the mutants, like um, with um, the Scarlet Witch and how, I don't know if you read the comic books, but she kind of fucks up the timeline because she's (laughs) mourning and stuff like that. Um, Like if they bring in alternate universes, especially since Captain America definitely fucked up the timeline with whatever (laughs) Hanky Panky he was doing. So I feel like Hanky Panky though. I mean, well, he literally (laughs) went back in time to get some. So yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, that's right. Hanky Panky. Literal Hanky Panky. Yeah. So maybe if they pull in some like weird time alternate universe stuff to bring in the X-Men and deal with it that way. I think that would be really cool. 
to deal with the alternate universes that is like really heavily in the Marvel comics. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and I think they 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 already kind of planted that seed with Doctor Strange too. Mm -hmm. You know. So. Yeah, and I think the um, I think WandaVision and that multiverse of madness should help, but uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, they, they should definitely be trying to introduce them to those ways. I'm I'm sure the way they get them in will be mind blowing, and I'm I'm sure they'll have great stories to it's tell. Gotta be soon though. Just it's yeah, I can't wait. I really can't wait. I'm so excited. We use hanky panky on this podcast. Well, when you're talking about Captain that. America, that's about as graphic as you can <laughs> yeah, get. Was, oh yeah, because yeah, otherwise, true. you know, well language. Played. Well played. Well played. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think uh, I think that's it for this podcast, girls. Thank you so so much. This was such a blast. We I, we had such a great time. Thank you so much for coming on and gracing us with your presence and um, and uh, doing the whole Sithless thing with us. So thank you so much. Thanks for having Thanks us. for having us. Oh yeah, of course. And let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter, where they can listen to the podcast, and all that great stuff. You, all three of you can do your uh, like so Raven and Rihanna and Marie, you can do your separate tweets and all that stuff. Twitter handles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter um, at Bina Babble. Um, uh, it's spelled how it sounds. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I do cosplays. I make TikToks about Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, awesome. Come on by. Fun time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can find me on Twitter at, at Janavella J and I am incredibly boring, but please feel free to jump in for my snarky comments about God knows what I'm snarky about that particular day. <laughs> I'm at Blurred Girl Jedi on the Twitter and uh, the podcast is Sisters with Sabres and the Twitter handle for the pod is uh, at Sabres with. At Sabres with. And all of that will be on the show notes. So you can just click on anybody's link and follow them and listen to them and please give them give them a listen they are fantastic and uh we got to have you guys back very very soon awesome absolutely can't wait king tom thank you where yeah of course of course king tom where can people find you and staying away from the <laughs> confessionals um but other than that <laughs> <laughs> you can oh find me God. on Twitter at Tom Chansky and <laughs> Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. Mr. Struthers, where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where we mostly talk about Star Wars and I spend an, an, an inordinate amount of time talking about Taylor Swift. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strahlers, <laughs> where I also talk about Star Wars and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, sure do. Carlos Buarguayo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me delayed at uh, <laughs> at the Sith List Boo. Fantastic. And we are very stoked <clears> that you came out negative. Me too. Yeah. Less is more. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at lessonmore 78 And you can find me at The Sithless. Thank you for tuning in. Again, girls, thank you so much for being on. And we will catch you on episode number 207 of The Sithless.
Eric is dying right now. I think he's yes. watching the movie. Are you okay? He's Are watching the movie. More, he's reading more Velocipaster. He's got more from us. He's in tears. Oh my I, god, Eric! I I was <laughs> I stumbled. One of the oh, other man. people also watched was a was a movie called uh, uh, I was a teenage wear skunk. <laughs> wow. That's, that's next week's trailer trash. Okay, yeah. I'm not looking at it anymore. I'm done. Oh, I think God wants a lot of people dead.